On today's podcast, we have Morgan Weinstock with us from Jackson Morgan Tennessee Whiskey Cream. Join us today as we celebrate Morgan. Hey, sweet lady. Hey, how are you, Faith? Good. How are you? Good. It's good to hear from you. I'm so glad to have you on. I met you at the Say It Southern getaway, which I had been pining to do forever. And I was so excited to meet you and you're so sweet and gracious. How did you find the Say It Southern getaway? Know how I heard about them first. I feel like maybe they mentioned Jackson Morgan on there or a guest mentioned it on there and somebody sent it to me. We did mini bottles for their first getaway. You know, honestly, I can't remember. We've just, I feel like I've just been connected to them for a while. And that was the first time that I had tried your whiskey cream. And I'm not a big whiskey person. And it was amazing. And I've been longing for it. I even talked to one of our big stores here and I'm like, hey, how can I get this in the store? And they're like, well, you have to talk to, and it's specs. I mean, it's a big store. And I said, well, we have, we have to figure out a way to get it here because I bought other brands. It's not the same. Yeah. Specs is a tough one too. We were in there for a while and we were in goody goodies, but you know, they're kind of a hard store to keep up with. Yeah. We're not based in Texas. So we're not there every day, you know, to keep on the belt keeping it there but yeah um, they're an amazing that's an amazing store so we have something similar here um called total wine yeah we have that too are y'all in all the total wines and i've missed it um we're in 33 states so i believe all the ones that have total wine we're in them but it honestly just depends like the liquor industry is really crazy so it's like each state is its own independent situation so you have to like set up like with your distributor through each state and some states have like five or six distributors per state. So it's kind of a complicated business. Um, we sell directly to the distributor and then the distributor sells to the liquor stores really on them to get it into the stores and stuff, which they've got a huge portfolio of products. So sometimes we get lost a little bit, but then sometimes um, we have a really amazing uh, distributor up North, like in Wisconsin and Michigan, and they just have taken it and ran with it. And we're like everywhere there. So you just never know. (laughs) So the one thing that, because we're going to get into who you are and what you do, but the biggest thing we need to communicate to the listeners is they need to go if they consume an alcoholic beverage, they need to go to their liquor store and request to have it in there. Right. Right. That is like the best way to support us for sure. And the more people that ask for it, the more likely that it will be, they'll carry it. Um, And I know it's kind of annoying because we're used to like Amazon two day shipping and where we can just pick up our groceries from Kroger and all that. But this industry is kind of still a little bit of a dinosaur and that they want you to go in person and we can't ship directly to you. And well, there's a lot of legalities. How did you and your family get involved in all this? We were, um, we were kind of looking for, actually my dad was looking for an investment to do. And then it turned into a full blown business. And we were kind of looking around the liquor industry and kind of trying to see where there were holes at the time, this was like 2012, 2013, um, flavored vodka had really taken off. And there were just like rows and rows and rows of flavored vodka, like every flavor. You know, this was like prickly pear vodka and grapefruit vodka and like all of that. And we were like, man, that's really cool. I wonder if there's other industry, other parts of this industry that could, you know, do something similar. And we noticed that the cream industry, uh, like the cream liqueurs, only had a few flavors. And it was a very small section, and there wasn't a lot of variety there. And most of the businesses that were there had been there for forever and kind of were old school. So we wanted to come in and put something on the shelf that was new and different and that had a little bit of Southern flair. So when we came up with the idea for Jackson Morgan... Um, we wanted to create like a clear bottle where you could really see the product because most of our 
competitors are in like a, a brown bottle where you can't really see what you're buying. And that's when we kind of came up with the fun colors and the fun flavors. And my mom actually came up with the banana pudding flavor. Um, and then at the time, salted caramel really wasn't like it is now. Um, right. Now you see it everywhere. But at the time, we were like really the first one, one of the first ones to really have that out. And that's to this day still our best seller. Um, salted caramel yes and um we really kind of lightened up the the liqueur aisle a little bit too by having like the fun colors like our whipped orange cream is an orange color and our banana pudding is a pale yellow and um just kind of adding a different take onto it it's really it's really cute packaging so is everybody in your family involved in the business we were not all involved originally but um, originally it was just me and my dad. Um, and then we, ha- uh, we have um, a team as well that we work with. And my brother got his MBA from Vanderbilt. He graduated this spring and he came on board um, this, the end of the summer. And he's been doing more like supply chain, logistics, operations. <laughs> and then my mom is a retired teacher and she is like very crafty and lo- like she loved to do like the art projects. And she was always such a gracious host growing up. So she helps me with all like the photo shoots whenever we do, like we just did a Christmas photo shoot and she helps me like set the table and steam the linens and um, make the food for it. And we normally go and like shop for this stuff together. So she helps in that way. Um, and then my dad is, kind of the overarching person in charge in between his golf game of course (laughs) he's retired too so um what did he do growing up I mean he he's retired and he got bored and he wanted a new venture (laughs) okay so um my dad actually had another business that he had had for I think over 25 years and he actually treated uh water and wastewater and he provided the chemicals for it he sold that business in 2020. Uh, we started Jackson Morgan in 2014. Uh, actually, I think 2013, but we didn't have a bottle on the shelf until 2014. Gotcha. So that was kind of just like a passion project. And he actually didn't want us to be involved at all. Um, but it kind of got down to it where I was providing a lot of marketing advice on the side. And he was like, well, we're going to have to hire somebody to do this full time. And it might as well be you. And we were very worried about it. We didn't want it to affect our relationship. And it's been great. Like, we've just found a way to work together and then also, you know, still be family. And um, family always comes first for us. So he always says, like, if there's any way that this would affect our relationship or my relationship with my brother, he was like, we would just, you know, sell it the next day because we're not going to do that. So Jackson Morgan is a Southern cream. And it's like sipping whiskey. You don't sit there and chug it. You I mean, sip. people do all kinds of things with it. Um, people well, do shots of it. Um, yeah, it's that, good. You can definitely do a shot with it. Yes. I had it. I, I had it at the Southern Getaway. It was so good. I put it in my coffee. Yes. I, put, I put it over ice with vodka, which probably I shouldn't have done. But I did it anyways. And then I sipped it like, because I don't take a shot, but. You can shoot it. You you know, that really wasn't our um, intention in the beginning, but then people started doing it. So then we just had to like okay. learn how to give them some recipes. Um, but what we really love about it is that it's very easy to ser- serve. Like you can just serve it over ice. You don't have to add anything to it if you don't want to. It tastes great just by itself. Yes, it does. Or you can mix it with whiskey or, or vodka or, you know, the flavored vodkas are really fun to mix with it or like cream de cocoa. You know, there's like a million recipes on our website of different ways. And people even um, started adding it to like baked goods and like boozy desserts and stuff. So then we really ran with that. We were like, okay, well, we'll give you guys some recipes to do here. Yummy. I didn't even think about that boozy dessert. That's a a big thing right now. I need some of those minis. Those are cute. Okay. So the bottle, it looks like, what does the bottle look like? It looks like something. What is it? 
like a lot of people say it looks like a maple syrup bottle yes um, I was gonna say pink, but exactly it... the same too what is our mini bottles are like the same shape too so they're fun to you know give us a little gift um or wrap it around you know a it bigger makes, bottle or something it makes it easier to pour and it's easy to hold because of how it is and then you can even if you give it as a gift you can tie a bow on it because it has that little it's not a handle but it is a handle it's it like it is a handle yeah like you don't have to use it but it, I'd love to like tie a gift tag to it or like a recipe card or you know all kinds of stuff we just did Christmas and we tied like hot chocolate bombs like hot cocoa bombs oh yeah yes see I'm gonna want to start drinking today early and that's not going to be possible because I've sent my daughter to cheerleading at five o'clock. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna not have... responsible for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not responsible for that. You're so funny. Okay. So is the, so do you, are you from Tennessee? I am. I was born and raised in Fayetteville, Tennessee. It's a small town about 90 miles South of Nashville. Um, several of my girlfriends visited uh, like a long time ago and they were like this reminds me of like a hallmark movie or stars hollow and gilmer girls like it's just a cute little town um, like i think it's like ten thousand people um and it was just such a great place to grow up uh everybody knew everybody and it was cute is it just you and your brother and you're the oldest it is it's me and my brother jackson and i'm the oldest so the company is named after both of y'all jackson morgan it is. Um, we let him be first for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> he finally got his day in the sun. He did. He did. And actually, the story behind it, um, you know, our great-grandfather used to make whiskey illegally back during Prohibition. They say, like, we're taking up where, where he left off um, in the business. So that's kind of a fun backstory. That's so cute. Your grandfather... My great-grandfather. Your great-grandfather illegally made stuff during the Prohibition. Well, he was just, he wanted everybody to be cheery. It was a very dark time. Well, you know, it's really funny because he did, he made, uh, he made whiskey during Prohibition and then later he became a pastor. So you just never know where life's going to take you, I guess. Well, that's just to say, you know, people think that Christians don't, shouldn't drink or don't drink, but. I mean, Jesus made wine. So I say, you know, it's all right. <laughs> Everything in moderation. There you go. My cat is sitting here on the bed with me as she usually is. And for whatever reason, she is going nuts with you on the phone. She <laughs> is just, you don't like cats, right? I'm not a cat person. No, there was the cat at Say It Southern and <laughs> it kept wanting to join me for coffee every morning. And I was kind of like, no, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Well, Presley is trying to get into the phone to be with you because I mean, they must sense it. She it's, must. Yeah. That's funny. So you and your husband, y'all live in Tennessee with your, with your son? We do. So we live in a suburb of Nashville. Um, and along the way, I lived in Charleston, South Carolina for college. And then I did a summer in DC as well. So um, and my husband's from Florida. So he, he actually came up here to do an internship with Marriott and was planning on going back to uh, Florida. And then he met me and now he's stuck here. <laughs> now he's stuck there. So both y'all at school? We actually met at happy hour. Uh, again. <laughs> I think, I think gosh is trying to tell you something. You just need to keep the, the cheer in your world. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that like another name? A spirit. There it is. A spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so do y'all have any plans for, um, for the holidays with, with, um, Jackson Morgan? So we just did a big promotion with Kathy Hilton, um, like Paris Hilton's mother. She had a pajama party where she was releasing a new, uh, this new pajama design that she came out with. And we did like a hot chocolate bar there. And that was really cool. And there were a bunch of like celebrities there, like Chris Jenner was there, a bunch of people from uh, Bling Dynasty, I think is the name of the show. Our PR person, Patricia, was having to tell me who everyone was because I didn't even know who half the people were. Where was it? 
It was in, I think it was in LA. Oh my goodness. Do you feel like, wow, that was a really, because that's a cool opportunity. It was, it was really cool. Um, We only had like a week notice to get everything there. So it would have been neat to have gone in person. Like actually Kate with bobble stockings was there. Yeah. Um, it would have been nice to have seen like some familiar faces. Um, uh, and Kathy's such a good supporter of women owned businesses and small businesses. She really, you know, is a driving force behind a lot of them. So I like it that you had that opportunity. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, we've done a few other things. We, we've been on the TV show, Modern Family. What? And, yeah. Jackson Morgan was on the show. We were in, you know, the morning show on Apple TV with Reese Witherspoon. Yes. We were on that, but our scene got cut. So we tried a few things with, I don't know how much it actually like affects business or whatnot, but it's, it's still really cool. That's so cool. So your products have been on TV and, and celebrities. What does your dad think? Is he, it does it not phase him? He's like, whatever, this is silly. I mean, he's like, who, who is that? (laughs) It's cool. You know, it's just a really neat thing. What was really cool about the morning show. So we have been supporters of Draper James, which is Reese Witherspoon's clothing line. She has a store in Nashville from the very beginning and we've done events with them. We've worn her stuff and shoots. We've really been a partner with them. Um, along the way. And I got an email that the executive producer of the morning show requested Jackson Morgan, her and Nicole Kidman were the executive producers. I was like, well, which one, which one wanted it? So I don't know how much of it had to do with Draper James or how much of it did with, you know, I'm not sure how much of it was just luck or what, but it was really neat to be asked to be there. Well, we, you know this, Reese Witherspoon wants to uplift women. Like she is very yes, women businesses. She's worked so hard to get women producers and women directors and everything on the big screen. She's fought tooth and nail. So I bet that woman had something to do with it. She knows that you're involved and that it's from Tennessee. And I'm sure she, it's just so neat to see people supporting each other. Yes. And I've met her a few times at Draper James. Oh so um, that oh. was really cool. We actually had an opportunity to go and meet her again on Monday, but I'm not <laughs> sure if we'll be able to get to do it or not. <laughs> uh, I would fly in and go with you. Let's do it. Don't <laughs> Let's ever do it. Come on in. I don't think I won't. I'll tell my husband, um, hey, uh, I've got to go fly to Tennessee and meet my friend Morgan because we have to go you know, do a press thing with Reese Witherspoon and my <laughs> parents and shake hands. Oh my God. Yes. Now, yes. anytime you need your emotional support extrovert, you just say the word. And okay. I, I'm here for it. I hate, I am, I think you probably get that I'm a big cheerleader. And so I, I get excited for people and their ventures and stuff. And I, maybe that's why some of my friends keep me around. Cause they're like, Oh, I'll egg them. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You're great. Oh, you're like the, you're like the yes girl for sure. I, I, yeah, probably. I just think it's spiritual gift is, you know, encouragement. And so yeah, once you know your spiritual gift and you can be mindful about it, you know, it gives you so much power in the world. Do you know your spiritual gift? Um, hospitality. Hospitality. Yeah. I love to like host people and just have like a really comfortable home that people just feel welcomed and, um, you know, like have people over, even if it's not anything fancy, just come over and some cheese and wine or, you know, hot chocolate on a snow day, whatever, you know, just something to get people together. Okay. So speaking of hospitality, can we talk about your home and some of the paint colors in your home? Do you know? Yes. So actually, um, we've recently moved and we purchased a home that was already built. And when we moved in, like everything was really white. Um, it was, everything was white. So it was like a blank slate. 
Um, and we've been working on adding some character about like we're wanting to add like grass cloth wallpaper and some warmer paint colors and then adding some texture in our furniture to make it not feel so stark. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure which white it is, but I'm pretty sure it's like the famous one that everybody like dove white or one of those. Yeah. Um, that white. everybody painted their house in in 2020. Um, but in our old home, um, one of the colors was called crushed silk and it was like this beautiful color. It was like the perfect grayish and it like went with everything, but it wasn't, it was like traditional, but yeah, a little modern. And it just made the home feel so cozy. Like when I would put my Christmas tree up, like it just felt like your, your house was like giving you a hug. And then I had these fabulous emerald green laundry room cabinets that were so beautiful with that gold hardware. They were really fun. Well, where was that house? We just moved in May. So we moved to be closer to my parents. Um, we were about 35 minutes away and it just, we kept uh, missing bedtime and my son kept asking to go and, and play with them or hang out with them. And it just was a little bit too far away for them to like help out on a daily basis to like, you know, picking up daycare was an hour round trip for them. Oh yeah. We moved like four minutes down the road. (laughs) You're so lucky. I used to want to live next door to my parents. That was my thing growing up. I wanted to live next door to my parents and, and eat popsicles on their porch. (laughs) But now they live next door, but we're close. Yeah. Y'all are close. Now my parents live about 15 minutes away. So that's good too though. Yeah, they're they're really close, and I'm I'm really glad about that. That's so cool. How, now I know that the company name was named after you and your brother, but did y'all was that like did y'all just know that that was going to be the name from the beginning, or and it, you let him go first? But was that a conscious decision, or are you like no Morgan Jackson sounds like a real name? <laughs> so actually, a family friend named it Jackson Morgan. Um, so we actually had no, no say in it. It just kind of happened. And then everyone liked the name and then we ran the name by like a marketing group and everyone loved it. So it just kind of took the name. (laughs) Oh, how neat. We really didn't expect for it to blow up the way that it has. Like we kind of thought it would be like a few hundred cases a year you know, maybe just in Tennessee and now we're in 33 states and um, it's a lot bigger than any of us really imagined it to be. Are y'all okay with the growth? Do you want to keep growing or are y'all trying just to, you know, water where you're planted? So 2020 and 2021 were hard growing years for us. We had a lot of growth. Everyone was home. And they were drinking. And it's so funny because we actually had a meeting at the start of like March 2020. And we were like, are people going to drink alcohol or are they going to be more focused on health and like getting healthy since you know, COVID's going around? Or right. Or like, you know, to be taking vitamins and not drink. You know, we really kind of thought that that might be the direction people went. But instead, people, as we all know, people became like at home bartenders and chefs. And um, so they really took to the product. And I feel like a lot of people did like fire pits and would have their neighbors over and they would drink it together and it just exploded. And so we ran out of product both years. This year, we feel like we're, we have our hands around it a little better and we have plenty of product. (laughs) Right. It was, you know, we had a hard time learning through all that, but we, we changed suppliers for our glass and, um, for our, just a couple of other things that were holding us up and we feel like we can manage it a little bit better now. Where do you guys manufacture the whiskey and how did you learn how to do it? I mean, where'd you come up with recipe and stuff like that? So actually, it's kind of funny. My dad worked for Anheuser-Busch, who is like Budweiser, um, before he owned his, his he owned his other business. So he had limited experience with the alcohol industry. Um, 
but I had none. I did events and weddings and political fundraising and nonprofit fundraising before. <laughs> so I knew how to like set up a really pretty styled shoot. And I also love to cook. And so I knew how to like, you know, make the recipes and the cocktails and all that. But the actual operations of it, I didn't have much experience at all. Um, we thankfully had a family friend who worked at Jack Daniels for a long time that helped us in the beginning. Um, but our cream comes from upstate New York. And then our whiskey comes from Tennessee. Oh. And then we, um, we have two different bottling facilities, uh, one actually in Texas and one in Kentucky. And it's uh, blended there and bottled. Okay, so tell me how you make creamed whiskey, because I don't even think I realized that there was actual cream in it. Yeah, so it's a cream liqueur. Um, so the cream, uh, we get the flavor. We are, we're the ones who come up with the flavors and all of that. And we actually go up to New York to come up with the new flavors. And we work with a team up there on like with a flavor house to figure out the different you know, flavors and all that. We actually had like, I think 15 flavors in the beginning and some of them were horrible, like absolutely horrible. <laughs> right. And then we narrowed it down to like our top ones. And then once we had that piece done, um, we just, we buy the cream in bulk from them and it's already flavored, which is great. So we, it's one less step that we have to do. And then we mix it, you know, with the whiskey at the site where they they do bottling. Oh, how neat. Oh, my goodness. Your daddy is so funny. He, he's gone <laughs> full circle from where yes. he started. He started in the alcohol industry with Budweiser, Anheimer, Anheimer, what is, how do you say it? Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch. It's I, a hard one. It is. Thank you. See, you're so, see, you're so gracious. So you <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me get away with that. Anheuser-Busch. And then he went to having his own company and then he decided, oh, okay, we're going to do a family business together. So what does your mama think? Is she like, get out of the house? Well, you know, really, I it, we weren't planning on having a family business with it at all. Um, it's just kind of funny how it evolved over the years. We really thought Jackson would probably go and do his own thing. But then whenever it came down to it, he was like, no, I want to do this. This is really cool. Um, so it kind of evolved into an unexpected family business. Um, my mom, um, she, she always says my grandmother was like very hardcore Southern Baptist. My grandfather was like a deacon in their church. And she's like, I'm going to have a lot of things to answer to when I get to heaven. <laughs> Oh, I think your mama, she'll be fine. As we know, Jesus made the wine, so she'll <laughs> <But> be, <laughs> maybe mom, they took it up when they were up there. <laughs> I mean, it is, we, it's really neat, you know, around Christmas time, we can give bottles to people and that part's really neat. And the growth has just been crazy. So it's, it's really been fun for all of us. How are you doing with managing motherhood and helping run? you know, an empire. I don't know. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> You're uh, like, I'm here. I'm drowning. Hold me. I will hold you and I'll hold and I'll play with your hair. It's okay. You will get better. One of the best things that someone told me, um, early on in motherhood. And I had, um, I had my son during 2020. So it was kind of a hard time to be pregnant and then, mm. Um, all that as well, but they were like outsource as much as you can, if it's something that you don't physically have to do. So like, I have to physically go and work out. I can't outsource that to someone else. Unfortunately, right. um, I have to be the one to show up to be a mother to my son. You know, um, I have to be a wife to my husband, but I don't have to clean my house. I can get my groceries delivered. I can have somebody come clean the house. Um, we, you know, try to outsource as much as we can personally. And then also um, with work, I try to outsource when I can, but I still have very much a hand in everything. Right. But, um, you know, we, we had a moment at say at Southern retreat when Mary Hyatt did her breath work oh, and yeah. I was not expecting that at all. And we were next to each other and we were both just crying and it was just so emotional. And I feel like so much came up where it was like, 
gosh, we're, we're all doing a lot here. <laughs> right. I know that breath work. I mean, we were laying there and I thought, oh, oh, I've got heartburn. How am I going to get through this? <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to get through this? I have to be still. I'm ADD. This is not going to work. And then we, it was magical. And then we all had a little visit and Julianne Taylor, she just, she opened up. She's so, she's just a gem. I, I, I feel like she can see through people, you know, she can see their heart of hearts. And um, when she opened up, it felt like a really safe place to, to share and you shared and I shared and, you know, that was enough to get us all going. I mean, it was yeah, <laughs> motherhood, you know, motherhood is, is the most rewarding, wonderful, sweet and horrible, hard experience you'll ever go through. Absolutely. I mean, it's just up and down and you have a full blown toddler. I mean, you know, he's, I don't know if he's three yet, but at three, you know, that's when they whop you on the head and they throw toys and they're destroying things. And, you know, you're like, what the hell did I make with my husband? That's you. That's not me. I didn't do that. <laughs> he's and, not three yet, um, but we've experienced some of that with the Christmas trees. I wired all the ornaments onto the tree and oh, I have very beautiful like front gate ornaments that I had to use for a photo shoot. And I blocked off the tree with like the big Rubbermaid bins that you store your Christmas stuff in to make like a wall where he couldn't get to it. And then after the shoot, I took all the beautiful ornaments that are breakable off the tree. And then I put like paper ornaments on it so that he couldn't hurt, harm himself with it. Yeah. I mean, he's all boy. He, I mean, yes. that he's all boy. I, he's just, I'm not worried about that one. He's like, <laughs> he, I mean, you can worry about them in one ways and other ways you don't, you know, cause like when they're, you just are like, Oh my gosh, he's all boy. And then the next thing you know, he's flying across the room, like Superman from couch to chair. And you think, wait a minute, how old are you? You're not supposed to be doing this yet. And the only reason why I know is because I'm the oldest out of um, four kids and 16 cousins. I always nannied and babysat growing up. And one of my most Sorry. memorable, you're good. One of my most memorable times, of nannying was for two little boys, Will and Ben, and I loved them dearly. And Ben was eight months old and he was already, we were in the little playroom. It was like a little makeshift playroom. And he had perched himself up on the windowsill and stood up and was ready to jump. And I'm, I'm like, oh, babe, no. you can't even walk yet. How are you? How? And I'm, I was, I was literally sitting on the floor right next to the windowsill. Cause it was one of those ones that were really low to the ground. But uh, I was, uh-uh, no, we're not ready for that yet. No. And, no, he's just, you know. Something my mom always says to me, and I, I try to take this with a grain of salt, too, is, um, you know, everything's just a season. Like, this season of being worried about the, you know, Christmas tree, for example, is just a season. Or the season, uh -huh. um, and, and it's over before you even realize it. Um, you know, the newborn stage for us is, like, long gone. But when you're in it, it feels like it's going to last forever. So I'm trying to enjoy him in the stage that he's in. And then um, some of the work stuff, I just have to, like, let go. Um, I feel like Jackson Morgan was my first baby. Yeah. And I feel like um, it kind of gets abused sometimes because I have to focus on my real baby. But that's going to be more important. You know, his livelihood and his childhood is way more important than any work thing. So I try to remember like, you know, figuring out which balls you can juggle and which ones you have to just let go. Do you enjoy working? I do. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of friends who are stay at home moms and they have such a gift and a talent for that. I don't think that that's my talent. <laughs> um, I love him dearly and like, I love our time together. But I feel like we both do well having some space and him going to daycare and then me yes. going to work because I get to go back to just being Morgan instead of mama. Um, and I, I love being mama, too, but um, I sometimes need a break from being mama so I can be a really good mama when he is here. Girl, you learned that so well because <laughs> I, did, I didn't learn that until probably five years ago. And my daughter's 11. and 
that would have served me well knowing that. But my thing was I had a preemie and, you know, she has, you know, she's in special ed and I just did not want to, you know, I really needed to be, I felt like I needed to be all in hands on all the time. And it just, it drained me. And yeah. this, this year I had a pastor, a counselor, and I don't know how many friends basically baby shake me and say, you've got to stop. you got to stop worrying about everybody else, how everybody's feeling and doing and being, and you need to turn it around and you need to focus on yourself because if you don't, it's going to be too late. You need to, everybody, everything else can go take a hike. You need to worry about yourself, focus on yourself, focus on your business, focus on your daughter. And so I did. And that's why I went to the State Southern Conference or getaway, the State Southern getaway. Yeah, oh, goodness. That was a blessing. I want to go every year. Isn't it great? This women like just know how to, I feel like you leave that one and you leave Rush mm-hmm. Heart. I've been yes. A lot of events for yes. small business owners and, you know, just all kinds of different stuff like that. And normally you leave and you feel like you just drank out of a water, like a fire hose for like three days. But that one, I felt like it was man- very manageable because they put time in there to allow you to digest what you just heard or connect with someone or like we had, we would have uh, wine after all the events in the little gazebo, you know, behind <laughs> the, um, the, what was it like a Airbnb or a bed and breakfast? I would call it a boutique hotel. Oh, okay. A boutique hotel. <laughs> <laughs> a boutique but it was hotel. Great. We all sat around and um, it was fun. It was very, it was very good. It was relaxing. We still got to have those sweet moments. And I liked it that it was smaller. They won't accept any, anybody over flex, you know, there's no more than 40 attendees and they're all women. So, and everybody, you know, I thought, oh, everybody's going to be about the same age group. And there really was a wonderful mix of ages. And I love that because it makes it more fun and refreshing. Because if you have younger people it keeps things refreshed. And if, when you have more seasoned people, then it, you know, you feel like you can learn something. Yes. I, I think that's definitely the key. I think for motherhood and then also like a business is finding somebody that's a few steps ahead of you, whether their child is like two years older or 10 years older and just like leaning into that and being like, how did you get through this season? Or what did you do for X, Y, and Z? You know, before we were, before we started recording, we were talking about Allie Catherine and of June St. George and her and I have become really good friends and she'll text me and be like, have you worked with this person or what are you doing for this? And it's so funny because I'm in alcohol and she's in rugs, but we still, you know, find common ground in that. And we've, you know, she even recommended me for this podcast. So um, I feel like it's helpful to have friends that are kind of in a similar area where you can look to and ask questions. I yeah, she is. She's so good because she did tell me about you. And I think it's good to have a buddy, like you said. And you're so right about that because as you were talking, I was thinking about who do I have? And immediately I thought of a couple of girlfriends that are have a little bit more um I don't want to say they're more seasoned, but they are more seasoned. Their child is a little bit older. And so it is helpful to have somebody just to knock ideas off of or to share. And they can say, oh, don't worry about it. You know, middle school is hard, but just keep pushing through. Like You get so much validation. Right. And they've been through it. And I don't know, there's just something nice about talking to somebody like that and for them to kind of be like, it's okay to be worried about this, but it's not really a big deal in the long run, you know, or something like that. Right. And then in terms of business, I was so young whenever I started with Jackson Morgan. I've been with the company for eight years and I helped start it. And we had no idea. There was no one to train me on what to do or how to work a tasting or work an event. Um, so I remember my first tasting, I showed up. And the guy was like, did you bring a sign? Did you bring tasting cups? Did you bring X, Y, and Z? And I was like, no, was I supposed to? And he was like, yes. And he was an older gentleman and he was so kind and gracious to me. And he was like, all right, look, 
you need to go back home, go get these things. I'm going to give you a list and then come back and I'll show you how to do this. And I was like, thank you so much. I appreciate your help. But I think sometimes being naive in it, you don't always do what everybody else has done. So you take a different path maybe a little bit. And sometimes it really works out well for you. Well, as Willa Hart would say, you cowboy it. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. (laughs) That's what I do with the podcast. I started doing it because I wanted to to share information with other people. I wanted to connect and 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 bring somebody that somebody has asked me about to them. Like I just I like connecting people. And when somebody, you know, what about this or what about this? And a podcast was just a great way a great platform to bring that need together. And so, yes, and you are so good at it. <laughs> You're so funny. That's the sweetest thing. I just wing it. And I love Willa Hart. Cause she goes, Oh, it's cowboy. it. I'm like, that's right. We're like a <laughs> renegade. We're just going to cowboy it. We're just going to suit up and just get on with it and just try it. I so think do what you ha- matters is that you just start, you know, so many people have these business ideas and they just stay in their brain for years or on a piece of paper and like the actual starting it, I think is important. It is. It can be intimidating. You know, oh, you don't, for sure. were you intimidated when you first started working at Jackson Morgan? You know, I was so young. I think I wasn't even like, I think I was so naive. I didn't realize I should be. <laughs> I would like walk in the room and the liquor industry is notorious for being like all men. And a lot of them are like very older men. And I would walk in and they would be like, what are you doing here? And my name, Morgan on email could be male or female. Oh, People didn't realize like what gender I was either. So I would show up and people would be like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm the one presenting today. (laughs) And, um, I don't know. It was really funny. I would always show up with food. Like I would be like, Oh, I, I had this girl that would make uh, boozy cupcakes and I would like take them into the room and I would like serve everybody cupcakes. And they would be like, what are you doing? Why, like, why would you do that? And I'm like, I'm just trying to show you that this product is like, you can bake with it. You can drink with it. You can drink it over ice. Um, so, They're like, okay, let yeah. <laughs> so the boys really don't fun. bring boozy cupcakes. And so many people along the way were so helpful to me because I think that they saw that we really didn't know what we were doing. We do now, but in the beginning, um, I remember our first liquor conference we went to. So there's this huge liquor conference called WSWA. Everybody who's anybody is there. It's like 40,000 people. And normally they have it either in Las Vegas or Orlando. And it's like ballroom upon ballroom of just like booths of people with their alcohol, like beer and wine, and you can try any of it. And where is this? um, Well, it's not open to the public. You have to be a liquor brand or a distributor to get to go. But it's either in Las Vegas or Orlando. And my dad and I did like one loop around one of the giant ballrooms in Vegas. We got to the end of it and we didn't realize that you're not supposed to try from every booth. Like we just thought we were being nice. Like we thought you had to try it from every booth to get to the end of it. And my dad looked at me and he was like, we're going to need to go get some lunch like right now. (laughs) (laughs) And um, then after that, we learned like you can graciously say no or just, you know, smell their product and throw it away. You don't have to actually drink it. Um, but that's not just a Southern girl and you, you're like, Oh, thank you. Well, you just, you know, all these people, it's like us, they're like a small business and they're trying to get their product out there and you want to at least try it, but you just can't. There's too many people there. And our, one of our first WSWAs that we did too, we thought we were going to have all these people there. So we ordered like 20,000 recipe cards. Oh. And we shipped all this product, all these recipe cards to Las Vegas on half of one box. And we have to like embarrassingly ship all this stuff back to Fayetteville. And we we went through like a hundred recipe cards, if that. And we had like boxes of them as like, we created like a little side table out of them. I mean, it was so embarrassing, but, um, you know, I feel like we just figured it out and that's what you do though. You just, 
you know, you ask questions. I feel like that was a big thing too. So many people, like, I feel like are afraid to ask questions because they're afraid it might make them look a certain way. And I was always the first one to be like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Can you tell me how people in my position, like succeed the best in your market or how can we, you know, be better in your market? Um, or what could we do better online? And I feel like being humble enough to ask those questions, um, leads to success. Yeah, because people like talking about themselves and they, a lot of people like to be know-it-alls. They're like, oh, look what I did. I can tell you how I did it. Some people are gatekeepers and we don't talk to them, but (laughs) you know, the ones that are, like you said, you just ask, I mean, what are they going to say? No, I'm not going to tell you. And then it makes them look like a jerk. So yeah. And that was another thing. So we, so how our system works is we are a wholesaler. Distributor then sells the product to restaurants, bars, and liquor stores. So the best way to get Jackson Morgan in your area is to ask for it from a liquor store or even a bar or restaurant, and they can stock it if it's available in their state. And a lot of people don't know that it's a three-tiered system like that. And so in order for us to sell the product, we do what's called ride myths and the distributor has like a sales team and we ride with a salesperson all day and we go call on accounts with that salesperson. And so you get told no a lot because you're asking for shelf space in a liquor store that's probably already jam packed with liquor and you have to explain why yours is better. Yeah. Um, I feel like learn, getting told no so much and then it, it just tells like it just helps you get used to that and then you're just waiting for a yes. Um, so that was kind of how also you learn a lot in just being in the in the industry like that and doing sales calls. What is your favorite part about your job? I mean, I love working with other small businesses. Um, I love like Oh, you're our hometown bakery. I would love to include your, like your cupcakes and our Christmas photo shoot. Um, or I would love to um, wear your clothing in this photo shoot. I love that part of it. I think that's a really fun way for me to like lift other businesses up. And then it's so cool to see people drinking Jackson Morgan, like on social media, like people that I don't even know. Um, that's really cool. And then connecting with people like yourself, um, at events like the say at Southern or, or Southern C or WSWA, it's fun to like put faces with names that people, you know, on social media. Um, and then I really enjoy working with, um, my dad and my mom, like they're just like a wealth of knowledge. So getting to know them in kind of a business way and hearing all their experience is really cool. And we have a really cool team of about, I think we have seven people on our team now and we just enjoy being together and it's fun when we can all be together and just celebrate the small wins and they're just so scrappy, like just figuring things out (laughs) and it's just neat to watch them like see a problem and just tackle it. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay. You spoke of clothing a minute ago and you were wearing a green dress recently who made that green dress? Because it oh, looks so Thanksgiving? good. Pardon? Is that our Thanksgiving shoot you're talking about? Yes. You're never going to believe this, but that's from Abercrombie. Okay. I don't believe it because it doesn't <laughs> look like, I mean, it looks right? so good on you too. You look good in greens. I know you know that. You probably look good <laughs> in you. other jewel tones and stuff, but that green, it looks so good with your... Do you consider that you have red hair or is it a different flavor? Oh, it's definitely red. But over the years, like when I was younger, it was a lot brighter red and it started to like fade as I've gotten older. So I haven't um, ever dyed it or anything, but I feel like we might be getting close to needing to do that. (laughs) It's such a pretty color. Well, you know, I'm a sucker for color. So yes, (laughs) you have the cutest instagram okay let you. so your instagram is jackson morgan cream yes and, and then you guys have a website it's sipjacksonmorgan.com is there any other social media we need to make sure that everybody 
knows about? You know, we're on Facebook and TikTok as well, just Jackson Morgan Cream. Um, and we do have some new stuff coming up. So definitely stay tuned. Hopefully we'll have that out this spring. Do you have any tips for hosting with, um, with y'all's whiskey cream? Honestly, the simplicity of Jackson Morgan makes it a hostess's dream. All you have to do is have ice. And you can just pour it over ice, and it tastes like a really delicious, fancy cocktail. And it's just two ingredients. Or you can always add it to coffee or hot chocolate. We've had, like, a couple of 30-degree days here in Tennessee, and it's been very odd. And that's a really fun way to warm up on a cold day. I'm obsessed with the product itself. I've had it. It's so good. And your Instagram is so pretty. I love the photography and the colors. It, I don't know how to say it. It's like mine. You have like this color wheel. And so you'll do like reds and then you'll gravitate towards another color green, but there's still like a correlating color between the two. Like you somehow weave the color magic through your Instagram. So it's very pleasing to the eye. It's super easy to look at. And one of the things I just noticed was uh, at Easter time where the rabbit's head was like bitten off the chocolate rabbit's head. And Uh, yeah, which, which one did you put inside there? I think we did salted caramel for that one. So um, you're talking about like a hollow chocolate bunny for Easter. Yes, that was brilliant. Yeah, if you warm up a knife under like hot water for a few minutes or a few seconds, you know, just to get the blade warmed, you can cut the ears off of like a hollow bunny and then add like our our salted caramel or peppermint mocha into the bunny and then just put a straw in it. And it's a really fun way to drink that during Easter. Who did your pinatas on the Fiesta shoot? Um, That was somebody off of Etsy. That was a really fun it was brilliant. It was so cute. Cute. Yeah, I was trying to figure out a way. <laughs> I wanted to do a fiesta shoot, and I was like, "Well, we're not a tequila. We don't have a lime flavor." I was like, "How can we do this?" And then I thought, "Oh, um, we could do like a fried ice cream, but make it boozy and do something mm-hmm. like that." Oh my goodness! Well, thank you so much for sharing part of your day with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Faith. I really enjoyed it, and I hope Faith 